rough conversation, it would be me saying, I love you, you yeah. love me, I'm ready to get married, and you would be saying, I just still need more time to figure it out. Right. Over right. and over. Welcome to the Couple Collective. I'm your host, Julian Lewis. Every week, we're going to bring you stories from couples to understand their path to making their relationship work. Drop that beat. I would love to hear about like how you guys came to be as a couple. How you met. How you knew Chris was the one, May. <laughs> well... Chris knows the story. You've probably heard it, what, 50 times? Probably. Um, <clears throat> so I was dating a guy at work. Oh. Um, and it was going nowhere fast. Okay. A guy and that you worked with? A guy that I worked with. Do you still work with him at a yes. city? Okay. Cool. Well, we're actually getting married on the same day, September 1st. What? Just wait, different wait. people. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you it's and true. the guy that you're dating are getting married on the same no, day? No, no, no. Guy that she used to date. <laughs> she <not> <laughs> I mean, technically, she is getting married to the guy she dates now. Um, to no, sorry. Yeah. You guys are getting married on the same day. We are. We are. September first, in different locations. No hard feelings. Interesting. It's really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So I was dating. I was dating this guy, and my high school best friend was in town visiting. Me and then we had a mutual friend who lived in Seattle to Jen. Yep. Um, yeah, and so the three of us were having drinks and I was talking about this guy and they're like, oh, it's going nowhere fast. The best way to get over a guy is to meet a new guy. And okay. I was like, yeah, but it's Seattle. Nobody talks to each other. How, wait, Seattle. so wait, how long had you been dating this other guy? Uh, I would say on and off for like a year. Oh, wow. So, like, not like. It wasn't like you just started hanging out. No. Okay. It had been a while. Like, oh. I started working in September. We started dating, like, December. And this was, like, the following November. Got it. Um, and so, Jen said, well, I know a guy. I've got this friend, Chris. And I was like, well, what's Chris like? And then, so, we stalked him on Instagram. And she was like, I mean, he's not really my type, but he might be your type. He's got a bulldog, and, you know, I like labs, but you might like bulldogs. <laughs> you know, he's, like, real outdoorsy, and he's tall. And So I was like, yeah, let's hang out. So she set up, like, a hangout. You responded right away, as you do. And we were supposed to go out to dinner. Yeah, so she hit me up. She's like, <clears throat> what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, I have no idea. And in the meantime, I had just gotten out of a relationship. Okay. Um, it was probably like a week, a week or two out of that relationship, and it was, it was good. We just sort of agreed to disagree and moved on. And um, yeah. And Janet hit me up, and she's like, "Hey, uh, what are you doing this weekend? We should hang out." I'm like, "All right, yeah, I'm down." <laughs> so. We have Annabelle in the background, our yeah. fur baby, going nuts. Um, so, Jen hit me up, and it was uh, probably about a week ahead, maybe a couple, I don't know, almost a week ahead, and she said, hey, let's hang out. I'm like, okay, great. So, the week uh, progressed, and um, we talked again, and she's like, well, what should we do? And I'm like, all right, well, why don't you guys just come over for dinner? Like, I don't feel like going out and spending a bunch of money. Okay. <clears throat> and she said, well, okay, well, I'm going to have my friend Mary with me, and I was like... 
Jen, I've known you for a while since San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. And not once have you ever mentioned Mary. Like, yeah. Who is Mary? She's like, oh, it's just a friend, like a mutual friend. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So to be honest with you, I didn't think much of it. Poor Chris. And um, so we, we had sort of a, a date set up to have dinner at my house here in Queen Anne um, on that Saturday night. <clears throat> Friday night, however, Micah, my old roommate who you met, yeah. interesting character, um, went out and had a lot of fun being single. Yeah. And, um, went to some adult establishments and came home and next day, needless to say, I was extremely hungover. So yeah. I was hosting this dinner party pretty hungover and um, got a late start to the day, I could say. And... Uh, but that you perked right up when I came through the door, right? Of course. <laughs> <clears throat> so I had dinner and everything ready to go, but I was definitely in like sweats or shorts and like a hoodie. Like, yeah. not here to dress and impress. So just to be clear, Jen didn't give you any heads up that she was trying to hook you up? No, not at all. Got it. Yeah. But you had an idea, Mary. Got it. Okay. It was yeah. the plan. <laughs> <laughs> the plan? That sounds creepy. Well... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I had also I had a buddy that uh, well is now a buddy. By the time a guy that um, got hired on our company that was working for us and he was um, from North Carolina and didn't know anybody. So I'm like, hey, like um, you should come over. Let's meet some people. Yeah. You know, get you introduced to like sort of the the Seattle area, so you know some people. I know you're sort of um, cold call. To the area for this job, uh, let's get you, get you out and meet some people. So yeah. he came over for dinner for the very first time. I hadn't really known him all that well either, and that's John. Yeah, of course. So <clears throat> we had an interesting dinner with Mary, who I had never met. John, who I'd only worked with a little bit, or he had worked for me kind of a little bit, and um, a few other people. And we uh, cooked a bunch of dinner, and I was just still kind of hungover and in a hoodie and probably not dressed to impress and. Everything seemed to go well. Can we pause for, for a second? Yep. Are you ever just super <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Julian. Well, you want to hear the really funny part of this? Yes. That Jen, you know Jen, Jen was like, let's go clubbing. After? Mm, after dinner. She, she was said, like, she I said really... clubbing, she said dancing. Let's go dancing. Well, let's go dancing. I want to go dancing in Capitol Hill. And we were going to go to like some like frat bar instead. But So we decided to go to Capitol Hill to go dancing. And Chris yeah. said, hold on. I need to change okay. before we go dancing. So I was like, well, let's see what happens here. Because he was wearing a hoodie. That's his yeah. transformation. So he, like, he goes downstairs, takes off his hoodie, comes back up, and he's got a bright orange Patagonia fleece. Like Col- three quarters Columbia. zip on. Columbia, Columbia fleece. And I was it's like, good, we have no sponsors well, here. Yeah. <laughs> Who could not love this guy? Yeah. His idea of dressing up as like a Columbia Wait, bright orange fleece. You had like sweatpants on though or something. I think you probably I, I, put, I put nice jeans. jeans and nice shoes. Nice jeans? Yeah. Okay. Levi's. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no. I went out to be acceptable. Before yeah. that, up to like the entire day, I was like a slug on the couch, like not feeling well, pumping Advil, all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but you missed you missed you missed the the first impression you had of myself. Oh that's right. The most important part of the story is. Okay. So I walked into the kitchen. 
Um, and Chris was standing behind the kitchen island. Uh-huh. And he was making, well, tri-tip, but I don't care about that. Um, I have a great tri-tip story with Chris, but that's a whole other podcast. Always tri-tip. My God, I never even knew what tri-tip was until I met him. Let's be real. In college, when we lived in Colorado, he said that tri-tip was only in California. <laughs> That's only that kind of... He made his parents... He made his parents... <laughs> ship, try to tip out to Colorado. I think he went to like Costco and we're like, dude, it's here. Cows don't have that body part in Colorado. Yeah, only California. Awesome. Alright, that was awesome. Let's, let's what did he also say? Bro? Cool? No, no, hella. Hella. Hella was the, the term. It's a Northern California term. Don't, hella. don't hit. Alright, go on, please. Oh, but anyway, so he was standing and he was making tri-tip and he was tall. Mm-hmm. Um... And he was putting avocado in the salad that he was making. He's putting what? Avocado. Okay. Salad. And I was like, look, I actually know to put avocado. It's pronounced avocado. <laughs> avocado. <laughs> okay. So I was like, I don't know. He's pretty. And then Chris, bless his heart, yeah. was like Johnny on the spot. I remember we left dancing, and I was like, well, I want to go home because we were just standing there awkwardly because no one can dance except Jen. Okay. And then I, said, I, I can dance. Go home. What are you talking about? You weren't dancing. I was dancing. Well, I wasn't getting down like Jen. He wasn't was. getting he down. like some ghetto booty, but so he was such a gentleman. So I, I said I wanted to go home, and he said, "Well, like let's share an Uber, and I'll drop you off." Okay. And then you guys live close to each other? No. No. Okay. East Lake and then Queen Anne, not close. Okay. But so then he walked me to my front door, and then asked me if we could go out again. Okay. Like or go out, cause yeah. Yeah. Like on it was a Wednesday night, and then on Tuesday no. I broke up with the guy. And then on Wednesday we went on our first Saturday. day. Yeah, so it was Saturday, and then he was like, "Do you want to go out again?" And then that was he said it for a Wednesday, and then Tuesday I broke up with the guy, and then Wednesday we went on our first date. So you were essentially like with this dude, and you're like, "I'm gonna test the waters through yeah. hang out." If you ask me out, then I'm gonna break up with this dude. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, in, in my mind, I, th- I think she had a fairly casual relationship with this guy. I hope. Okay. So it was kind of like, oh, we're cruising, yeah. not really feeling much, but we're together to be together or whatever. And it's true. And then we I went hope. on our first date, and then Chris asked me if I could fly to Hawaii with him that weekend. That weekend? Like, yeah, it, was, it, got, it, got, it got, <laughs> got a little aggressive. Wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> you guys met on a Saturday? Mm-hmm. You hung out for the first time, you're t- the two of you, on a Wednesday. Yeah, first date on a Wednesday. And you said to her, we on should go to Hawaii. Day. This coming weekend or like the weekend after that? No, no, like in two days. In two days? Yeah. He was like, hey, I'm flying to Hawaii for my brother's birthday. You should come along. Okay. Before you take another bite. I'm not Break that down for me. Like, that's, <laughs> that's like extremely aggressive. I know. It is. It is. So, like, who's this what? guy? He wants to have sex like. Well, calm down. It was not about the sex. So. Okay. So, what was it? Like, what? Like prompted you to ask her to go and like. No, so I was, uh, I was, I was blown away at first. I'll be honest. Like, um, we had dinner, and here this like cute blonde walks into my house, and we're cooking, we're cooking dinner, and and she is uh, pretty flattering, and she's successful. She's an attorney, and Uh she's a go-getter, and she's outgoing, and yeah, uh, very sociable. Okay. Yeah. uh, It's a dog, not the conversation, sorry. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was like, all right, this is cool. Like, she's successful, she's a go-getter, and somehow she's single, and everything's going good. Like, this seems a little bit too good to be true. So, 
Um, you know, we went out and went dancing with Jen. Everything went okay, and I wanted to leave as quick as she did, I think, uh, at that point in time. So shared her neighbor on the way home and got her number and um, agreed to go out uh, on a day later that week. And we went out, and in the meantime, <clears throat> my brother's birthday, he's a, he's a pilot for Hawaiian, so my brother's birthday was that weekend. It was like on a Saturday. So um, I didn't have any, anything going on that weekend. I'm like, hey, you know, I could fly out for pretty cheap from Hawaii, or from Seattle to Hawaii yeah. um, through my brother's sort of body pass system. And I was like, hey, maybe I'll come out and I'll take you to dinner just for the night and turn around and fly back to Seattle. So um, I kind of had tentative plans to do that. Yeah. And uh, it, meantime, we went on our date, and the date went really well. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, no pressure. I'm not here to, like, get married or anything. But, yeah. Like, Clearly. You, you see, right? <laughs> How about now? <laughs> a little bit different now. But, uh, Fast forward four years. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, you know, like, no pressure question. Like, if, you know, if you want to go to Hawaii, like, I'm not saying we need to be in the same room at you know sleep in the same room or anything like that but yeah. if you want to come and just hang out on the beach what, what, for like you 24 make hours hotel? well no well, no it was it was up in the air like it I, I wasn't gonna say oh yeah by the way you're coming to hawaii and because you're coming we're in the exact same bed and it's like a twin bed yeah. so we need to be on top of each other well that's like what that. i figured so i said no i was like who is this creeper you said no he, yeah i totally said no, said no. I said no because he's gonna want to expect to have sex, and I don't want to have sex two days after I've yeah, met yeah. this guy. So I yeah, which that. is valid, and that that wasn't my intention. I wasn't gonna fly to Hawaii to have sex. So, but at the same token, it's I mean it's fun to go places on the drop of a whim and um, and experience like different stuff and say, yeah. oh yeah, you know I went to I went to Honolulu for the night and we came back because you know that's a cool story and yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. So <clears throat> that was my intention. I wasn't. You know, and I, I totally understand where she's coming from. There was no hard feelings when she said no. So it was just, and it was a laid back proposal. It's like, hey, I'm going to Hawaii. I know it's awkward, no pressure at all. But, you know, if you want to come for the night, you're welcome to. And uh, we'll have a good time. We'll go out and have a few drinks, hang out with my brother for his birthday, and, you know, do our own thing. And we'll come back the next day. Yeah. So um, her partner, who she works with, who is great, Katie, was like, who will be at the wedding? Who will be at the wedding? Told me to go. She's like, you she have, said, have to go. She said, YOLO. Have to go. Yeah. And I said that. Anyway, here we are. So, so yeah, you didn't so go. go? Didn't go. I went out yeah. to Hawaii, took my brother for di to dinner for his birthday yeah. for the evening, and then, um, and then I uh, came home. Okay. So then, what, when you came back, like, how did it progress from there? Like, how, Quickly. Quickly. Well, so we met, when was our first day, honey? It's like the 12th. November 12th. Okay. So then we kept dating. He told me he loved me for the first time. On the 13th? Just Shut about, up. right? <laughs> Just it was, Thank you, Julie. It was his Christmas party in the middle of December. Oh, wow. So like a month later. Wow. And uh, we're at the wherever this venue was and they had drained the bar of all the alcohol okay so they're gonna go find an after party. a company a company yeah My not company. just chris chris's company had drained the bar quick pause chris says i love you mary mary says i love you too chris oh okay oh, no, that's not what you said that night <laughs> oh i didn't say that night no. Okay, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> no 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 and it's actually really funny how it came about so 
because it wasn't like it wasn't a question or anything. I was just like he was drunk. I had a lot to drink. Everything was going obviously great with Mary and I, and um, I think we were dancing or doing well, something. No, it was the funny. It was no, it's way funnier than that. So he was like, we need to find an after party to get the alcohol because yeah. we're all out of this alcohol. They're yeah. closing us down early, and I was like, I don't want to do it. Like. It's, I've been socializing with your coworkers for five hours. I'm tired. I'm an introvert. Yeah. You're the extrovert. Like I, the idea of like going out to a bar and hanging out with them more is exhausting yeah. to me. I'm just gonna go home and go to bed. I paused, and he said, "I love you." <laughs> Which that's I not, that's not how it went down. It's totally how it went. How did it go down? <laughs> I can see that happening. It went down. <laughs> I can see it being more of like a bang. I love you. <laughs> Why, thank you, Jerry. <laughs> so happy to have you here. Yes. Um, no, it was uh, more of a, um, wow, I think I love you. Which is true. And I'm, I won't do that. Huh? That's exactly how it came out. And that was when I was like, wow. Um, and granted, you know, being intoxicated helps, but uh, <laughs> that was a moment where I was like, this is a little bit more serious than I thought. So... Um, after that, I you know, was still on board, full board, but I was pumping the brakes, too. Okay. Pumping. Because? Uh, just because, you know, I've been through a lot of relationships before where you have feelings like that. Okay. You know, initial feelings. Like, yeah. we'd only known each other for roughly about a month mm -hmm. at that point. Yeah. And, you know, even, like, in college or whenever, um, through the years, I'm grateful for having gone through a lot of different relationships where... You know, you have similar feelings where you feel like you're kind of swept off your feet or blown away, and it's like, oh my god, this is just, it's great. And you know, some people call it um, new relationship energy, like NRE. And uh, I knew you that said NRE. There's like an acronym for it. It's true. It's true. true. Yeah, it's called NRE. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it's real. We're learning lots. Yeah. yeah. Um, you should host this podcast. Podcast. <laughs> it's true. You should listen to Dan, Dan Savage. That's a plug. Dan okay. Savage. Okay. Um, yeah, he's all about NRA. But yeah, so it's it was one of those things where it's like, okay, things are going great, but wait a minute, I can't just like go. I wanted to check myself. I can't go head over heels. Okay. You know, committed. Okay. <clears throat> but that also being said, you can't. Like hold back and like prevent yourself from doing that. Yeah. So you just gotta tone it back a little bit. And... How did you tone it back? Um, <laughs> like emotionally, like how did you tone it back? Yeah. I mean, you didn't propose, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, it took me what three years? Four Quite a years? while. Yeah. How long? Which was also that kind of took me aback. Yeah. Um, because there was like such quick momentum, right? Yeah. And Chris has dated a lot more people than I have. Okay. He's had like a lot more serious long-term relationships than me, so I was just like, "Great, I found the person." Yeah. You know, he loves me. Yeah. Like everything makes sense. Like we're getting along great. Like we're having all these. He fun. loves you, and you love him, right? And I also love. <laughs> <laughs> You're a queer here. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Julian. <laughs> I'm just making. I'm just making sure you were clear. Just a minor note. It's not a forced situation because we can. There's, there's, there's groups for that. <laughs> yeah Sorry. so i also love him but um and i was like oh this is just like it's it's great it's just and i had um i had a real close friend that got started dating and then got engaged within like six months of dating and they got married like six months later i see 
And then my sister-in-law and my brother, similar sort of timeline. So I was expecting in the back of my mind it was going to be a similar sort of... I understand. And then, so that was I. That was something we dealt with for a while, I think, in our relationship where... Huge, huge issue. Yeah, because I was thinking it's so great, like we love each other, why isn't he proposing? I see. And then you were obviously thinking... Which is tough, I mean, like, like there's a lot of social pressure. Yeah. Right? I mean, you look at... Friends, family, um, you could even argue like the internet or yeah. social media or whatever. And like everyone looks so happy and looks all mm -hmm. fine and dandy, and then everything happens so quickly, like yeah. Cinderella, like some Disney movie. And um, when, you know, I don't know, I, I'm not, I don't mean to be pessimistic, but I'd like to recognize myself as being, you know, not necessarily different, but at least understanding that. It needs to be my decision and not some social norm or... Um... And you actually have people saying, like I have people close to me saying, the fact that it hasn't happened yet means there's something wrong with the relationship. Uh. Which is like, it's really hard to deal with. Yeah. Because then it starts to oh, it's awful. plant things in your mind like, am I one of those people that... You know, are you like carrying big from Sex in the City? Right, like it's yeah. going to be 10 years down the road and he still doesn't know. Right. And yeah. how long is too long and, you know, so. <clears throat> that was, but, yeah. I, stress on the relationship. But was it, did you guys have the conversation about like, was there ever a conversation of like, yes, I want to marry you, but like, was there any, or was it just like, you were like seeing other people on the side and like thinking these things, but you guys didn't talk about it and then. Oh. Like. Um, I'm just trying to understand if there was like you were feeling the pressure from like other people, but like not talking to Chris about it. No, or did you guys talk about it? It was like an ongoing dialogue. Okay. Um, it was. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't at all. It wasn't a frequent conversation. But yeah. It was. I would Probably say every several months. I'd say maybe? every like three to six months. Yeah. Okay. Roughly. But it was a rough conversation. It would be me saying, "I love you. You yeah. love me. I'm ready to get married." And. You would be saying, I still need more time to figure it out. Right. Over right. and over. Okay. So, um, I bit quickly and said, I'm feeling something. And then I immediately, not immediately, but shortly thereafter, um, pulled back and said, okay. Like, I'm, I'm feeling it, but <clears throat> my inner instinct is like, oh, dude, you felt this, like, however many times over the last, like, decade and a half or two decades yeah. since, like, sixth grade. Yeah. Right? Like, you meet someone, you're like, oh, my God, this person's the best. And within, like, two weeks, you know, you have that Dan Savage term, new relationship energy. And you're yeah. like, this is amazing. Like, it doesn't get any better than this. And you want to, you know, a lot of people find themselves, like, just wanting to be like, all right, let's 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 get carried away. Let's get after it and do yeah. the shotgun way and, you know, do all that stuff. And um, I'm thankful for... Having all those experiences of previous relationships where I'm like, okay, like I know what I'm feeling and like the feeling's good. I don't, I don't want to like diminish that or try to hide it or, yeah. you know, um, screen it with anything. I just, I need to make sure that it's real. And unfortunately, in order for me to make sure it's real, it's not the initial emotions you have in a relationship. It yeah. takes a lot more time. So. Yeah. It's not like a feeling thing. It's more of like the time, mm -hmm. the yeah. experiences that you have. Like, the things that you encounter together. Right. And I'm, and I'm an engineer, so I like to be as logical as possible. So, yeah. um, Whereas I am pure emotion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pure emotion. Like, you've, you've learned. Oh. 
to be logical too. But <laughs> you learn to be logical because that's the better way. No, you. I, I feel like you understand your emotions a little bit more now, which is good. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that too. But um, so it's it's. I don't know. It's 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 obviously a big decision to like make a commitment like that, yeah. and um, I didn't want to, you know, just throw it by the wayside and say, okay, yeah, let's do it and roll the dice and we'll figure out all the other, all the other potential what ifs later. Along the way, you know, yeah. like I'm more of a logical guy. Like this is a big deal, so like I'm I'm, I'm not gonna ignore the fact that I have these feelings, but I need yeah. Make sure, and unfortunately, it was you know my reassurance took longer than yours. Um, I need to make sure that this is the right the right deal. So, you know, go through all the different issues that we had, and yeah. not to say that we had big issues, but it's you know issues that could grow into something big at some point. You never know. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to be paranoid, but at the same standpoint, I need to be sure that this is the thing, right? Yeah. Like I don't know about this like NRE thing, but. I think we, you and I are very similar in the sense of, like, you can feel for something <clears throat> pretty quickly. Right. And then, like, something happens later on that you're like, oh, wait, I thought this was going on the right track, yeah. but it wasn't. And then you mentioned, like, not having, like, a lot of relationship experience. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm curious to know if, like, it's maybe that's, like, the dynamic of, like, two people coming together, like, coming from different experiences with relationships mm -hmm. um, is, like, why, like, there could be, like, a misalignment on timing because there's not a misalignment in terms of like how you guys are together because like you guys are great together like you're getting married like now but like in terms of like when you're just like yeah i'm good versus like you being like well i thought i was good before and it didn't work out and right. so like now it's like i know i feel very strongly that i'm good but i just maybe need a little bit more time Totally. Um, yeah, because I think, I think you were learning from past experiences, right? Whereas I had never felt that same emotion before. I see. So, like, you had felt the emotion before, but then it had gone south. Whereas I had never right. and felt you, that strongly. And you had so. been in a lot of relationships before, but they, none of them just turned out to be all that serious, right? Nobody put avocado on a salad. Okay. <laughs> that's also awesome. awesome. a good point. Yeah. Um, no, no, I mean, I think that's, that's like, it's... It, like, the social pressures are, like, really, really hard in general. Yes. They're yeah. in general. absolutely crazy. And it's, it's, it's like, so funny because <coughs> I, I've talked about this on the podcast many times now, but, like, <coughs> like now that Emily and I have, like, purchased a home, like, literally a girl on Saturday said, what's next? Mm -hmm. Like, what do you mean, what's next? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know you at all, <laughs> number one. <laughs> I, I met this person, like, maybe twice in my entire life. Yeah. Emily knows her a little better than I do, but, like, your question is what's next? Right. Like there has to be something next. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Or like it has to, and like, so it's like the social pressures, like in talking with Sean, who's my neighbor, like the marriage and family therapist, like he was just like, those are never going to go away, Yeah. which is like hard. So it's, it's like, it's you true. have to just like look into like what you have and like progress it in the way that makes the most sense for the two people that are involved. And you know, everybody else is going to have their opinion regardless of what you do, because literally you guys are getting married on September 1st. I'm right. September 2nd, probably. Second, got it. Why 2nd? People will be asking when we're going to... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, I already got my series in the 1st and 2nd. Um, no, no, yeah, but yeah, literally September 2nd, people are going to be like, when are you having kids? And it's just like, like yeah. literally, like let us enjoy this moment. Like Let us right. enjoy our own pace. Like You did your own thing right. if you're in that position, or maybe you're not there yet, but like let it be. You know what I mean? I used to joke around with buddies all the time. like, oh, like oh They'd be like, when are you getting married? I'm like, well... 
you've been with your probably I joked around with you, but like you've been with your significant yeah. long like other longer, like when are right. you getting married? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'll wait for you. But like now I know like I'm never I'm gonna try my best to never ever do that again because it's just like let people's relationships progress in the way that they Yeah, totally progress. Yeah, I mean and to be honest with you, like your and my relationship has progressed quicker than my past relationships. We're also older though. <clears throat> and and that's kind of the point is we're we're older. I feel like I'm a little bit more experienced or wiser as far as like my own emotions and that kind of stuff. So um, I know more of what I'm feeling and what I should hopefully feel. And you know, and it's the social the social aspect is just absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like you know, you <clears throat> if you if you live in a world where um, and this kind of gets I'm not going to say it's like a cult type thing, but if you live in a world where everyone you know, gets married within a year of, like, meeting someone. Yeah. And you you get surrounded by everyone you talk to saying, oh, yeah, you know, well, that's what you do. Like, this is what I did. And everyone's saying that. Then you start believing, like, well, shit, this is, well, this is how it's supposed to be. And this yeah. is what I'm supposed to do. Right. Yeah. And um, it's totally unfair. It really is unfair. And, like, the fact that, like, the social norm is for people to, not I'm not saying intentionally, but, um, you know, in some way, shape or facet like put the pressure on you because uh that's what their experience was or yeah. expect you to follow sort of sort of their timeline because there is i think there is sort of a subliminal you know thought in a lot of people's minds that whatever they do is the right way to do it so if you're not getting married or being engaged within a year of meeting someone just like i was in theory then something's wrong yeah. right right and I'm not saying that those people are wrong, and I'm not saying those people are right, but at the end of the day, everyone's everyone's got different experiences, everyone comes from different yeah. backgrounds, and there's nothing wrong with any of it. So just because someone takes a little bit more time than the next, and I'm not saying take 10 years to figure out if you want to marry someone, but yeah. just because someone takes a little bit more time than the next person doesn't necessarily mean that the relationship's doomed. Yeah. You know, Or that, like, oh, yeah, you should totally move on. And, you know, you coincide that with the whole biological clock, you know, question and issue, it, it gets, it gets to be a pretty complicated conversation. And, yeah. um, it's not, it's not lighthearted. Like it's, it's a big deal. So it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. And we, you know, we went through a lot of that and we had a lot of conversations where it was, yeah, no, like you have to think, you know, and a lot of our friends that did get married within like a year or engaged within a year, you know, we see some of their relationships and they're not that happy. Yeah. You know, and in some circumstances, like a couple of them have said, don't, don't do it so fast. Like, take your time, you yeah. know? And it's like, thank you. Like, I, I appreciate the advice, but we're yeah. going to do what we feel like we need to do. Yeah. I think the, the problem with that too is like, it's great when some people say like, don't do it so fast, like take your time. But there's, I think far fewer people saying that, um, or admitting the fact that like they maybe could have used more time or mm -hmm. like they shouldn't have put pressure on other people mm -hmm. and there's far more people who aren't even in like a relationship that are like oh this is the next thing for you like you should be doing this yeah and it's just like so weird it's just like you make these like judgments or statements based off of like something you don't even know about or a couple that you're not in like you might be their best friends but like you're not there with them day to day right. like and like assuming that like just because they time has passed like whatever that amount is that they should be engaged or they should be getting married kind of thing yeah no, i mean it, it truly is kind of fascinating because you understand you know when people say those sorts of things 
you understand a lot more about them. Yeah. And you're like, okay, wow, like their their background or whatever their experiences, whatever, are like totally different from, yeah, you know, specifically myself, where you know, I've seen, you know, I have a cousin that got married at the age of nineteen. Yeah. And she threw away like college. She threw away a, de- a bunch of different things just for the sake of getting married. And um, still married. Yeah, still married. Surprisingly. Okay. Um, so you say throw away because I feel like that's like a social pressure, meaning that like. The experience of meeting people in college. No, no, I'll, of... I'll, I'll stand by that. Like, okay. uh, she threw away a lot of opportunity. Okay. Okay. Like, um, did she not go to college? Or... No, she didn't go to college. She, I see. She got into she got into Cal Berkeley. She got into UCLA. Uh huh. Um, her father had all the all the um, college tuition saved up. She's a, a lonely child. Um, and met her or stayed with her high school sweetheart, who didn't amount to much and. Um, Stayed in the area. He was like a year or two older than she was, and stayed in the area. <clears throat> and instead of her going off to the schools that she got into, you know, and trying to make that long that high school relationship last, or um, you know, going off and you know doing her own thing, she decided to stay and aspired to be like a manager at Circuit City. Okay. Um, while dating her high school sweetheart, so you know, you look at those emotions and you look at people like that, and I'm not saying that that was the wrong decision on her end, yeah. by any means. I'm just saying that um, you look at the decisions people make with the feelings that they have and the potential opportunity that they are throwing away by making those decisions, you know, and I'm not saying it's the wrong decision, but, you know, it's almost like an opportunity, like economics, like opportunity cost. That's what you're saying. And it's, it's, it's powerful. It's, I mean, in all honesty, it's, I know it's a family show. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'll bleep that out hundred percent, but like, okay. So I guess at first I thought you were semi judging. I'm not gonna lie, but now it sounds like less of <clears throat> rushing into it that young when you have a lot of opportunity and if it's the right thing, like you can, you can go pursue yourself individually and then come back or keep that person along with you along the way. Yeah, so, I mean, so. it, it kind of goes back to where I keep saying it, but I'm a nerdy engineer, and it, it, needs, to be, it needs to be logical, right? Like, um, the emotions, and it's, I'm not saying it's easy. Like, the emotions yeah. are crazy. Like, the har- hormones are pumping, everything's going nuts. Like, you have all the good energy in the world, and you want to just run away with somebody, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, like, it sucks to say this, but pump the brakes and like let's think about this logistically like okay you know if we go and do this um i'm not gonna go to college yeah right and we're gonna hang out here and what are we gonna do like what's the plan like where where do we go from here it's like okay well maybe that's not the best choice if you have those thoughts it's like okay well let's try to do the long distance thing i'm not saying break up or doing it like out of high school and go off to college and break up but um i guess the thing that the thing that crushes me and makes it like illogical in my mind, and just because it's illogical in my mind doesn't necessarily mean that it's the wrong decision. Of course. Um, the thing that makes it illogical in my mind is that you, there's so much opportunity that's just sort of kicked to the curb. Got it. It's like, you know, you didn't. I don't know. It 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 hurts me to see people sometimes like jump into a relationship and get married and do all this other stuff before like thinking of the repercussions or thinking of like all the doors that they're necessarily closing. Yeah. You know, um, whether it be college or professional careers or whatever, you know, yeah. and it's, 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 it's a powerful thing. Like emotions and uh, feelings are extremely powerful and I'm not saying don't act on them, but um, my advice would be that just think of the repercussions and think of the whole situation kind of logistically as to, how the different ways or different decisions could play out. Yeah, right. that makes that makes sense. 
Um, so when we were talking about logistics a little earlier, you guys mentioned counseling. And you're like, that's the counseling. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you're, you're more like claustrophobic sure, now. Sure. But like, I mean, we don't have to talk about like the like logistical part of like what came out of counseling, but like just the idea that you guys decided to explore that. I'd love to like hear a little more about like one, how it came about. And then like two, like one is it, I guess two, is it still going? Like three, like, like how did it like help or attribute to like the point that you guys are at right now? So to my- Weeks away from your wedding, by the way. That's right. Yeah, weeks away. Weeks away. Yeah, so to my discredit, um, I I think it helped out a lot more than I ever thought it would. Okay. Um, Always happy to discredit you, but go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> How did it come about? I don't remember oh, what it was, it the was impetus. Through, uh, through your coworkers. That were doing yeah, but it. I don't remember why we decided to. Well, I mean, in all honesty, it had to do a lot with the frustration that we were engaged, I think. That might have been it. So it happened pre or post engagement? Oh, pre. Way pre. Like, like, well, like two, we were like two years, we were two years in, that's right. We were two years in and we had gone somewhere for our two year anniversary. And I was hoping we'd get engaged, and Chris gave me on that iPad. Trip. Yeah. Oh. Got it. And then I cried. <laughs> it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> That's awesome. You got the iPad the ring. Got it. Yeah. And okay. then I brought it up at dinner. No, and we're, I we're said, talking like a nice iPad, like a big one. I mean, iPads are iPads. Let's. No, no, they're not. They're not. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang my hat on this. Yeah. One. So I can yeah. see an iPad from here. Is that the same one? Yeah, it's the same one. It's the same one. Yeah. You yeah, still have it? Yeah. That's you, awesome. see, you see how big it is? The it's pretty big. You, could, you, you, probably, see, you see that little keyboard? Like, that's you could have bought our computer for the size of the iPad. Yeah. No, it's true. And like that's 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 uh, not just what obviously Wi-Fi, but uh, it's uh, cell service and enabled. It was it was like a. Did you pay fort. for the cell service for it? No, I, I well no, <laughs> but it was oh, enabled. No, no, no. <laughs> no, well, here's the deal: is like her, her law firm will pay for stuff like that. I so. see, I see. Sorry, <clears throat> let's go back to the iPad instead of the ring. So iPad instead of the ring. I think I brought it up again at dinner. And I think at that point, you said you weren't sure you wanted to be married to someone who was late all the time. I did not say that. I think it was something along those lines. No. Wait, how did you I bring cried. it up? How did you bring it up in the first place? No, it, was, like, it was brought up before we even left. That he wasn't going to propose because he already no, got me I, the I iPad. I never said I wasn't going to propose. Well, at that point, on the weekend, and okay. so then I, I think I asked him if he was going to propose, and he said he was still considering. And I think that was kind of like. And then I was like, we're two years in, he's still considering. Somebody close to me, who I will not name, said, "Uh, well, it's not meant to be if he doesn't know by now. Like, he should know by now if it's going to be a successful relationship. So frustrating. Yeah. So then I think it kind of, it was kind of one of those, do we break up or do we get counseling? Because it was, it became like a little too complicated for the two of us. I don't view it that way like i feel like yeah that was obviously a serious issue and we went through <laughs> a pretty tough weekend which we had hoped what it wasn't going to be but it is what it is um and i, I won't say that that didn't contribute but i i feel like we didn't go to counseling like immediately after that um that we, probably started the discussion though conversation about it yeah somewhat um you had two co-workers who were dating each other the had um, gone. Had some issues, and they had gone. A lot of your coworkers date. Interesting. I know, right? <laughs> it's because all we do is work and then date. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think one of the things from that weekend was we have, like, a series of things 
like not issues necessarily, but like things that we want to work on. Yeah. And we've been dating for two years and we're not really, Thank you. it's like saying you're going to go to the gym but never going to the gym. Yeah. Like we didn't really know how to work on the issues, but we knew we wanted to like get in a better place before we got engaged. Got it. And so then we decided that counseling would be a good idea to kind of give us the tools to address. And my mom was a counselor, so okay. I had that background where I thought I it was a good idea. to. So then we went. Chris agreed. <clears throat> and it yeah, was yeah. Great. No, I agreed to go. And um, I'll be perfectly honest. Like, I didn't know what I was going to get out of it. Yeah. And I thought that... Um, I thought it was going to be somewhat straightforward. I thought that a counselor was going to say, oh, yeah, no, you guys are totally fine. You could easily, these are small issues. You could work them out. Or he was going to say, no, you guys should totally break up. These are irreconcilable irre irreconcilable uh, differences, and yeah. you both need to move on. <clears throat> and that was, you know, being kind of, I guess, an optimist um, as far as the whole process goes. And, of course, you go to any, any counselor, and they're like, well, <laughs> it's not that simple. Like well, we need to sit down and talk about this and um, dive dive into everything. So um, we did that, although it it was contrary to my initial instincts. Like I think a lot of people have, mm -hmm. um, you know, my instincts were kind of out of college, um, where if you've you know off the bat you hit it off with someone and everything seems fine, you're good to go. If everything you know slowly sort of dwindles into something that you don't think is okay, then you cut it off and move on. Okay. Yeah. And we had a, a college buddy um, that went into counseling like almost right away. Like, I want to say like a year into his college relationship. And I remember thinking, like, what are you doing, man? You, you're wasting time and money. Like, we have the world in front of us. Just move on. You'll find, you know, there's a lot of fish in the sea. You'll find something different. And um, he ended up marrying her. Mm. And I, you know, I'm... I'm not saying that their their marriage is good. I think they have some issues, but um, my my first instinct on counseling was based off of that. I'm like, I see. why would you ever go to counseling before you get married? Like, what's the point? Yeah. Like, if you need to go to counseling before you get married, you shouldn't be getting married. Yeah. Yeah. But here we are, and you know we did it, and it was actually really powerful. It totally changed my outlook on the whole thing, and um, it was, it's it's, it's really healthy. I will say, you know, we, we went and we had some differences that, you know, we're both fairly stubborn people. So um, we went and had some different opinions on some things. And it's almost like an arbitrator or a judge where you walk in and plead your case. And this is where I'm coming <laughs> from. And that's where yeah. she's coming from. Like, someone makes sense of this whole situation. So was it like the comfort of having like a safe place to honestly talk about these topics or like what that's like I mean I haven't done it with a, in the really I've done it individually but not for like within relationships so I'm just curious was it like having that safe place where you can be fully open or like like what did counseling do to like help for me I, I feel as though it was like it was a third party uh -huh. um, you know because we can tell each other whatever we think yeah right? and um, you know knowing that each other is trying to convince us to go their way or to be convinced of something, whatever. Okay. Um, I, I think that there's always a reservation in one, one's mind when you know each other are stubborn. And it's like, okay, well, she thinks she's right and she's going to try to convince me that she's right. So, yeah. you know, off the bat, I kind of think I have some skepticism as to why she's trying to convince me of her opinion or that she's right. But in a circumstance where you have a third person, it's like, okay, well, 
let's play it out here. Yeah. This is the situation. This is what had happened. This is where I'm coming from. And you tell a story to a third person. And in theory, this third person is a pretty logical guy. He's yeah. been through a lot. He's heard a lot of people talk, and he's seen a lot of relationships. And it's for me, it was like extremely reassuring, or at least you know, um, I almost took like pleasure in hearing what his output was because yeah. it's it, you know it confirms what your feelings are. In some in some cases, it tells you that you know your feelings were a little off. And it's like, oh, you know what? That's absolutely fascinating. This is this is worth a ton of money. Like. I'm looking at this at a different perspective, and that's a different perspective that I would have I wouldn't have gotten from, like Mary, you know, like Mary will give me that perspective, but, you know, you think you're thinking that she's just giving you that perspective in some circumstances to convince you that she's right, right? You know, and so it's like unbiased, like it's a completely third yeah. party unbiased opinion. Got it. Yeah. So um, here, hearing him talk about stuff, you know, in some cases I was wrong, in other cases I was very right. And yeah. um, it was it was fascinating. I, I think it helped us a lot. It helped you a lot, too. Yeah, and I feel like, to answer your question from my perspective, um, it gave us an intentional space in our lives. Like, it was, I think we were going, like, once a week, once every two weeks, to, like, have an hour-long conversation about issues that we were addressing. Good. And, uh, talk, like, openly talk to somebody else about those issues. And then... I feel like he gave us tools to not only address that situation, but address future situations. Good. So okay. it was like being written a prescription, kind of. Unchecked. Or like going to a physical therapist and, you know, being given the tools to get better. So it, was, it wasn't it was just like the immediate issue, it was dealing with future issues. Because when you're in a relationship, as long as we've been in, there's kind of the same issues yeah. that come up. Um, and he he was pretty quick to catch... The dynamic between us that Chris is more extroverted, I'm more introverted. Um, just kind of some perennial issues that come up, and so he he grasped that and then gave us ways of kind of dealing with those issues. Yeah. So, and I one of the helpful things I got from him was um like it, something along the lines of like like there's not a relationship that's like set up to succeed or set up to fail it's not like you've got the magic relationship or you've got the failing relationship it's the like you can basically do whatever you want to make a successful relationship like you just have to like you know have a certain amount of communication and put a certain amount of effort into it and you know like be able to see each other on their level and <clears throat> store up good experiences together and see that person as part of a team. I, yeah. It was a nice way of, it was a, I really appreciated his gray as opposed to black and white way of looking at relationships. Okay. It was helpful for us. I think but. so. No, he was great. He was, he was, uh, you know, and, and like he was quick to say that <laughs> there is not, like the fact that you're feeling something wrong in a relationship is a really good thing. Yeah. Because when people go through relationships and they think that everything is absolutely gravy and seems perfect, like a million times out of a million and one, it's not perfect at all. Yeah. Like you're not you're missing something. You're not seeing something. So, um, to quickly you know in a, in, a, in a, almost I would say that in a relationship, the quicker that you see, um, not necessarily conflict but differences and start understanding those differences and understanding where your partner or whoever is um, is coming from, it's it's powerful. Like, it, it's all about the learning process, and the sooner you can start learning, the better off both of you are. Yeah. And that goes both ways, right? 
That's fair. So it was a really good experience for us. Yeah. How how long did like? How long did it last? How many sessions? Well, it was kind of funny because we found out. I mean, we went to probably what eight sessions. More than that, I think we went over the like three months maybe. Okay. It was about eight sessions. Was it? And we found out that insurance wasn't paying for it, so and we were not paying as much as we expected. Right, and yeah. it was um, a little bit more expensive than we thought. But at the same token, like you know, we had gone um, knowing that we didn't absolutely need to go, but it would probably be good to go beneficial, yeah, um, to try it out. Um, so we did that, and you know, at the end of those three or four months, you know, however many sessions it was, um, I think we walked away saying, you know, like. I, I don't think we're in an absolute, like, perfect situation, like... Who is? Relationship-wise, but then again, who is? And yeah. um, the main question for us was, is, you know, we were, you know, I think he was charging, like, seven or $800 a session or something crazy. Jeez. Really? Well, it was something really expensive. So, um, I remember thinking, okay, well, we have the tools, like, the last couple of weeks we had been there... You know, we had different things come up in our lives where yeah. we had agreements or disagreements or, you know, we had made progress, like understanding each other in some circumstances and not in others. Um, but it was the same advice over and over again okay. for like the previous like three or four weeks. And uh, we got to a point where we're like, okay, I feel like we're just going to keep on giving the same advice. So we kind of got to a point where we're like, okay, well, I think the right business decision is, is to continue with the tools that we've gotten. Yeah. And put this on hold for the time being and move on accordingly. And I think we've been good ever since. That's awesome. So then, I guess, timing-wise, it was two years in. You guys got engaged four years in. We got engaged, well, three years in, I guess. So we we went to counseling from, like, January until March, maybe? Maybe April or May. And then we got engaged in November. Okay. So see, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> get him to counseling. He will propose. Counseling will get you engaged. Propose or get off the point. Of no, 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 but no, that, that no, it's not that scary. Um, the our, the guy, the guy, um, it was reassuring because, like I said, I'm a, I try to be a logical guy, and we had some drama issues in our lives with like family at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was getting a lot of pushback from Mary, you know, on some of the family issues, and um, I didn't feel as though it was fair, and I felt kind of isolated, and it was actually a huge divider between the two of us. And we brought it up to him, and on the even keel, and like I tried to lay it out to him fairly neutral. Yeah. Um, he he was like, "Oh my God, <laughs> like this is, like this isn't something you guys need to go through." And like when something like this comes up, you don't need to divide; you need to be together on this. And no matter, you know, no matter what happens, like, it's the two of you. It's not you versus him or, you know, so on and so forth. So, yeah, like, those those circumstances are extremely powerful. And I think that we've handled those situations the same ever since. And I think it helped you hearing it from him versus me. Yeah. It did. It, counseling was just very helpful, I thought, um, to give us tools. Yeah. For That's our awesome. relationship. So That's great. Thank you kindly for joining us on the podcast today. Between now and next time, visit us at www.couplecollective.com or follow us via our social channels at Couple Collective. If you've been enjoying the episodes or the podcast in general, please tell a friend, tell a couple, 
or subscribe via your favorite podcasting service. If you'd like to suggest a topic or be featured with your story, you can contact us via the form on the website or at 774-226-8753. Until next time, much love.